1: Hey, guys, it's Ryan. I'm here with Greg, uh, but he can't really speak right now. He seems to be a little bit preoccupied. He's s- turning really red. I can't tell if he's choking on this hot dog or if he's watching the Mets lose. Oh, no, he's waving something. Oh, oh, I think he wants me to tell you. All right, that's what it is. Um, Guys, we just got Blue Shirts Breakaway t-shirts in at blueshirtsbreakaway.com. They start at the low, low price of $15, and they end at the high end of $15. If you've ever said to yourself, Man, I really enjoy this mediocre New York Rangers podcast that only stays in New York Rangers information at all points in time and never talks about nonsense, and I want to know a way to support them. The best way to do that is by buying a t-shirt. So one more time, you go to blueshirtspricklight.com, you click t-shirt, and you go to checkout. Anyway, let's get to the show. Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirt Breakaway. I'm enjoying the World Cup of Hockey, I think. Greg, say hello. Uh,
2: I am not watching any of the World Cup of Hockey.
1: Okay, well, it's, can you, you agree that it's nice to have hockey back on?
2: Sure, I've loved the Traverse City Tournament. That's been fun.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure we go over that later in this podcast. But right now we're yes, talking to we the most important hockey up front right now. The greatest Dirt. team in all the land, Team USA, went up against Team Europe and got Demolished.
2: Uh, I, I heard about that. Again, do not watch. Uh, I heard Stepan tried to score with his head. It somehow got disallowed, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. I, I don't need this frustration in my life. I have
1: the Mets. Well, during that point, they were already down 2 nothing. Thanks for asking. I will tell you, though, that Zuccarello has been playing fantastically throughout this tournament. Through one game. Oh, through two games, actually. My fault. Hey, um, he, was, he was
2: good today. He had a goal and an assist. Yes. Game-winning assist. He's day. been
1: one of the best players. He's actually fourth on ice time on Team Europe right now among forwards. Get that. Nice little fact there. A oh. little bit of knowledge from Blue Search Breakaway.
2: Look at you. I you know. did some number punching today.
1: I did. I went to Excel. I was like, a, a Zook? and Math? And then I, that's where I came up with that. I didn't read it online at all. Anyway, uh, Zook's looked well. Uh, Team USA, not so much, my friend. Uh, JT Miller on the bench for Team North America and probably not going to play. So, where does that leave the Rangers? Um in a pretty good spot. McDonough only had one goal scored against him uh during this during that one game when he was on the ice for one goal. He looked pretty good, uh, but in general, the entire team looked very slow. Uh it was kind of surprising. Yeah. They were They made a good point on the uh on the Linda Cohn, who by the way I really enjoyed. Another shout-out. I we did a I did a plug in the interview later in this podcast. Shout out to Puck Soup. The Linda Cohn interview was very good. She's a renowned. It Ranger, was the a renowned Ranger fan that I would love to have on this podcast.
2: Uh, she was great. I listened to that episode. Uh, you know, people are going to be surprised when they hear this, but I went for a run today. Right? What? Great. Uh, yeah, Hold I, know. On. Greg, I know. Are you I okay? <laughs> uh, look, man, when you get drunk and demolish a whole bag of Twizzlers, you have to go make some life choices the next day. All right. So, so we- I did. I went for a run and I listened to Puck Soup and. She's fantastic. Don't necessarily agree with her saying Jonathan Quick's the best goaltender in the National Hockey League. A little bit but, uh,
1: Yeah, I think that's because she literally hung out with him the day before.
2: Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I have to ask you a question. Sure. Were they pull-string or were they already tied Twizzlers?
2: Uh, dude, you don't do pull-string Twizzlers. What? what?
1: Pull-string Twizzlers are the best. No, the old...
2: No, 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 no. The original is the best. That's why it's called the original, no. all right? No. Name one sequel that's better than the first. Rush Hour Two. I said <laughs> it's not a movie. That, that, that's like oh, you said, okay, fine, you whatever. Said that's, no, no. Name like a good movie where the sequel is better. Wait, are you saying Rush Hour is not good? Rush Hour is fine. I wouldn't classify it necessarily as good. Godfather Two. Ooh, ah, that's interesting. That's an interesting one. Okay, I'm just you might you might have a point there, but at the same time. Uh, I don't know. Like God, I kind of. I kinda, do you get? Mm, that. I got that's you, a, Greg. Just admit that's defeat. A, <laughs> well, but at the same time, does Godfather Two have the same power without the original? The original was so good. Well, Rush Godfather Hour Two doesn't uh, have
1: the power without the original either. Jackie Chan and I, Chris I, Tucker. I,
2: you would you would understand what's happening in Rush Hour Two if you never saw Rush Hour. <laughs> that's fair. Um I will say but though, that. But that, you know what? That's a fair one. That's a fair one. Godfather Two is, I think, more critically acclaimed than the Godfather.
1: Pull, pull string twizzlers are the way to be. I just love how much we no, disagree. No, you're, you're, with
2: you're still, yeah, you're still fucking, you're you're fucking dumb on that. You're one. wrong, Greg. You're wrong, Greg. No, no, you. You have <laughs> never been more. Good day, sir. Good day,
1: Greg. Anyway, back to a little bit of World Cup hockey tomorrow, or when you're listening to this on Tuesday, or when you're listening to this later in the week, and and USA has already lost. Uh, the United States plays Canada, in a pretty much must-win game if I'm so correct in saying that. Uh, uh, yeah, this There's team, no
2: way for them to lose that game in advance. No, this so. team
1: was designed to beat Team Canada, and that, that's the point I was getting at during the intermission with Lindaco, and she talked about how this team was designed to only beat Canada and not Team Europe. So, hopefully the matchup against Team Canada ends up being a little bit better, but I have to say I don't have a lot of faith at this point in time.
2: Uh yeah, yeah, it sounds like you're running a fool's errand by saying the USA has got a shot. My but, life uh, is mostly a
1: fool's errand, but I get that.
2: Here's here's the thing. Uh I just don't care about this tournament. Just I can't do it.
1: Well now why? It it just, it's just it's good hockey.
2: It's not like you're it it's been it, fun. I think it goes back to what we've talked about before. Y- there's too much other stuff. There are way too much other things going on right now. That is more important and interesting to me than exhibition hockey, which is basically what this is. I mean, but put you— this in, Put it in August. Put it in August! But you, yeah,
1: that's true, and you've been, we've, we've made a lot of good points on this podcast about the Olympics compared to the World Cup of Hockey, but you did just say exhibition hockey, but you did earlier say you cared about the, the, the prospect tournament in Detroit.
2: That has more of an impact on my regular season hockey than this World Cup of Hockey does. That's fair. Um, The Traverse Traverse City podcast, which we go to in depth with guru James Clark later in this episode, that has more of an impact on my Rangers 2016-17 season than whatever the fuck Stepan, McDonough, Zuccarello, Henrik, and Miller are doing in this tournament. The only way that's not true is if one of those five gets injured.
1: And now let's go to that point. Henrik Lundqvist has not played for Sweden just yet. The uh,
2: flu is a lovely thing. Thank I God
1: for it. Love it. it. Please. I, I really don't want him playing. I, they won their first game, so he's nope. gonna end up playing.
2: Nope. Uh sit down. Sit down. Take a seat.
1: Take a seat, Hank. I, I I know you wanna play for your, your country and you want to gold medal for them, but you did that already. Like you don't need to do that. You need to like help us, you know, get to the cop and stay healthy. Uh, you're the most important cog in this New York Rangers team, so if you're listening to me right now, which I know you are because you're a loyal listener to Blue Shirts Breakaway and you call me every week we talk on the phone, um, just just sit down. Just relax. It's okay, man.
2: Let me let me recap your conversations on the phone with Henry Lundquist every week. Hey, Hank. Uh, hey, hey, Ryan. It, it, it's Hank. Hey, uh, yeah. So <laughs> let's go over this one more time. Switzerland is a country in Central Europe. Meanwhile, Sweden is a Baltic state. Right. So, oh, okay. So just to
1: just for people who are maybe be new listeners or maybe be old listeners, uh, I may or may not have confused Switzerland and and Sweden at one point in time early in this podcast.
2: Yes, indeed.
1: Switzerland, you know, banks, chocolate. I may say that about Sweden. So uh, that may or may not be true. Mm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Very good. Great podcast. So yeah, that uh, those are my thoughts on the World Series of Hockey or World Series of the Poker, World or whatever this Series is called, of Hockey. Um, I just, I I just, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, there isn't an ounce in me that is getting worked up or angry about Team USA losing because, my God, I just, I could not give less of a fuck. I'm sorry.
1: Alright, just, just do me a favor, if you could. Just watch a little bit of Team North America this week.
2: Uh, I might. Like, just like 15
1: minutes. That team is ridiculously fun to watch. The speed on that team, all the good USA players are there austin matthews looks good
2: now if only i knew what time these games were even on if if, only espn if 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 only you had
1: the internet gregory
2: (laughs) what what you mean that's not just that's not just for me streaming the mets
1: no it's not and and you stream legally the mets my friend
2: i do i i paid 25 dollars a month for mlb.tv and it is a great investment you do they are a not a sponsor of our podcast but they should be they are not Um, oh speaking of speaking of things that charge me money uh was wondering why my credit card got charged $135 the other day. Uh, very nice of NHL.TV to just slide that fucker in there without asking me if I wanted it again. I mean, yes, I do, but you could have given me the week notice of like, hey, by the way, we're about to do this to you. You have a week to cancel out of this. No, 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 no. They no, just no. they slide in the $100, $131.49 payment without me even asking if I wanted to go out to dinner first. Just rude. Right. Well, but again, like, like I'm doing it. I know no you're getting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's, that's not the point. <laughs> it would have been nice to ask. That's all I'm saying. I just wanted
1: an email and a little bit of flowers. Yeah. You know, like, you take me out to dinner first.
2: Literally, fluff me up a little bit.
1: Yeah. I just like, just want something off the dollar menu. I'm not asking much. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: my God. What's your oh favorite thing off the
1: dollar menu, Greg?
2: Uh, nuggets. Come on.
1: Okay. All right. I nuggets, think I, I, think I go make chicken. Just saying.
2: You go to make chicken? I think so. See, I, I when I'm at McDonald's, I'm usually getting some form or variety of nuggets. I'm either getting like a 10-piece meal, the four-piece, $1, or, you know, the 20-bucker. Could have sworn the you 20 were going go
1: 35 yeah.
2: Do they have a 35 I don't know. They might. <laughs> uh, they might now.
1: I don't eat fast food enough. Um, so, Greg, without further ado, you and I are going to throw this over to our James Clark Hangout interview. we talk a little bit about this prospect tournament he goes in depth of all the future rangers you might be able to see over the coming years or you might Mm. never hear of again
2: and robin koufax
1: and robin koufax who he loves Mm. and then uh we'll come back real quick maybe do a little bit of nonsense touch on the nfl after this and then uh call it a day sound good my friend
2: let's do it transition
1: Hey, we're back with James Clark, our resident prospect expert, and unfortunately, Greg is still here. Greg and James, say hello. What?
2: Unfortunately, that's just rude. You know how I am with you, buddy. Uh, no. James,
1: we brought you on to talk a little bit of prospect tournament out in Detroit, the home of the Red Wings. Uh, I honestly don't know much about this, and that's why you're here. Oh, Good. Good. Well <laughs> well whatever I don't as you know if you've seen this before, when we don't know things, we just bring you on. We're like, what well, I wonder what James is doing. I wonder if you could tell us about <laughs> yeah. hockey.
0: Yeah, I noticed. You're like, oh, we drafted this player. James has seen them play eighty games, so he'll know.
2: <laughs> uh James, I'm uh, I'm gonna take the mantle a little bit from Ryan since I have kept some tabs on Traverse City. No. Um Did Explain you? to me who who has who has been the best-looking player to you so far in this tournament, and why is it Boonie Evans?
0: Uh, uh Well, I mean, it, it's Boonie Evans. You can make that argument because he's just been playing excellent, and I kind of didn't expect him to play as good as he's playing. He he looks like he grew a couple of inches too. He looks like bigger and more filled out. Ew. Um, when he when he played his senior year in college, he didn't impress me really. He impressed me his sophomore and junior year, but when he was playing his senior year, he just seemed not very good. And then he went to the Wolfpack at the end of the year, and he was great. And the thing that I'm noticing about him in the tournament is he's way, way, way faster than he should be. Uh,
2: Is part of that um, residual effect of him clearly playing on maybe the best prospect line in this tournament with Buk and V C or has he just taken a step forward in his game that – I don't think many Rager fans were expecting, especially in this tournament.
0: Why not both? It's both probably. <laughs> uh, he certainly took a step forward, and yeah, is the advantage of playing on the best line. Uh, but I'm I'm still gonna give best player so far to Robin Koufax, just because I love Robin Koufax.
2: You love Robin Koufax.
0: I really do. Rob love Robin Koufax. and you know I don't know if you saw you you maybe you did maybe you didn't. There was a great play where. He just waited at the line and Sean Day fed him a pass and he just slammed it into the net. I was like, oh, that's the Robin Koufax I'm excited to see. But uh Nevins has played great. VC's played great. Koufax has played great. Stromwall's played great. Which never yeah.
2: Str- Stromwall has been incredible, and I didn't know much about him before this tournament. Uh we definitely have not talked about him before on the podcast. Nope, never. What 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 do the basic Ranger fans like? Ryan and I need to know about uh, Stromwell.
0: He's a goal scorer. That's kind of his bread and butter. That's what he did in the Tier 2 Swedish Elite League. He was undrafted. He uh, played on the same team as Robin Koufax, and he led that team in points. And He likes to score goals. That's what he likes to do. He he isn't the best two-way player. Like He'll kind of lose the puck defensive and get burned going back. But if he is the puck, he'll put it in the net. So what you're saying is the dude
1: loves the net absolutely loves it he loves, loves it nothing well why nothing does he marry perfect. it i don't understand um I, I do have a quick question since uh, we I don't
0: think that's Sweden
1: so... no that's not how <laughs> that goes that's not legal no. um i do have a quick question since we talked about Sean Day with you a very long time ago uh, you didn't mention you said everyone else is playing great but you didn't say Sean Day's playing
0: great um uh how... he, he played the first game injured he was supposed to be a scratch uh he looked pretty good in the second game it was kind of a classic Sean Day game where he was just skating circles around everybody and he was really, really lazy in his own end. And I was mm. like, ah, uh, I've seen this Sean Day before. When I would watch him play in the OHL, there'd be a five-game stretch where it would be excellent Sean Day and then a six-game stretch of Sean Day is just relying on the fact that he's an elite level skater. He, he was okay. You know, uh, he's kind of not in the best position because the only defenseman who looked really good at all is Gilmore. Uh the defensive pairings are not good. That's why they keep giving up goals. That's why two of the three games went into overtime. They're they're not playing defense very well. Well, the good news uh, is that I we're think...
1: staying solid between our real organization and our minor league. So that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty consistent. Uh the defensive prospects are, you know, really bad. Uh they're getting burned on their own end, so we'll probably call all of them up by I don't know, November. That sounds good because at least two of them are better than Girardi already.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is sad. Um, James, before we have a full-on VC orgasm, I do want to run something intriguing by you that I was uh, reading about today. Joe Fortunato, he's a nice writer over at Blue Shirt Banter. Banter. Really really smart guy. Um, He was making a point about Buknovich's performance in this tournament, about the reason why Buk's numbers haven't been jumping out at anyone is because he's just too good. Um, yeah. he's, he's thinking like he, he so that's an cuz again I, you guys have been watching this tournament a lot more than I have. Book is literally making extra plays that players around him are unaware about because Book's just on another level.
0: Yeah, I've watched uh, the I don't know if you saw today Jimmy VC scored the game winning goal against the Minnesota Wild Prospects. Much we did. We did. Nevich really played was playing defense and he set up that play so the puck went over to that zone and scored. That play doesn't happen without Bucenevich. And I've seen him, and he's making these crisp passes, and guys are just kind of giving him blank looking faces like, oh, 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 the puck is, oh, it's gone. And yeah, Bucinevich is not playing badly. He's just not on the score sheet. Uh, you're not now, always going to.
2: Now, VC has been owning the score sheet uh, five points in three games, two goals yeah. today. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, we shouldn't be expecting, again, VC to score every game. We'd be more concerned if VC wasn't putting up these numbers, right? He should be dominating these this level of competition.
0: Yeah, it's essentially – they're essentially ECHL games, but the thing I'm going to tell people to take away from this is these aren't an indicator of anything really. <laughs> uh, they're not. Ryan Bork used to light up the Travis City tournaments, and he was a decent AHL player. Uh, I think Carl Hagelin was terrible both times he went. You know, it's just – Look at the draw. I remember Anthony Duclair being really unimpressive.
1: He's okay. Who's you that know, again? Did we trade him for anything?
0: I don't know why I brought that up. Everybody's going to be screwing into their, into just... their phone. No. No. Uh, why? But It would be concerning just because of his experience in college if he was playing terribly. Uh, him putting up points is impressive. It's cool. It's nice to see that he's kind of getting acclimated. And I'm excited to see him in training camp. I'm excited to see all these guys in training camp. And now I'm super excited to see the soon to be Koufax and the Evans line in the AHL because that's going to be fun to watch.
2: Yeah. It's fun to be
0: excited about some of these guys.
2: Surprisingly, ESPN, their hockey guys, have actually done a pretty nice job of keeping tabs on the Traverse City tournament. And the player to watch that they've been saying that's just been opening eyes for the Rangers has been uh, Boo. But they still. Put the wet blanket on it, and maybe we should as well. Very hard to imagine Boo as anything more than a bottom six center for any Ranger team moving forward, right?
0: Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, who doesn't need another bottom six center?
2: That's well, maybe right. the Rangers because we have 12. <laughs> yeah, it's okay.
0: We'll teach one of them how to play defense. It'll be fine.
2: If only <laughs> this that was is how true. Josh Jarish gets to play defense for the Rangers <laughs> in 2016. <laughs>
0: We're so injured and depleted that our, our top pairing is Gerby and Juris. I would pay $300 to see that game. It would be amazing.
2: I would. Now, uh, we, I haven't. That. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh, go I ahead, was just saying ahead.
1: I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I paid more money like for the team. So.
2: Um, James, I don't know. I mean, you've brought his name up a couple of times, but I haven't let you go fanboy over Robin Kovacs let, yet. So why don't I let you do that?
0: Uh, I love Robin Kovacs so much. He's so fast. He's, so, he's kind of pesty a little bit. Like, he's kind of dirty in the corners, and if he was on another team, I'd probably be like, ah, I don't I don't like what you're doing there. But he's on my team, so it's fine. Kind of like Zuccarello does that. You'll see him along the boards, and you'll be like, oh, you kind of slashed that guy, but I'm going to let now, it go. You're easy,
2: awesome. easy, James. This podcast already has a bad reputation of being Zuccarello haters. We don't need someone else <laughs> saying that we've said a bad thing about Zuc. Uh,
0: Zuccarello is my favorite Rangers player probably since – Brian Leach, I own his jersey. If you can trade him for a high-level defenseman like Truba, you do it in a heartbeat. If I was GM of the Rangers, I would
2: do it. Here we go. Here, we go. James, here comes the hate mail James, are you, are you
0: ready to get murdered? I hope you're
1: ready to get, <laughs> get murdered. <laughs> yeah, I'll stand
0: by that, and I'll have arguments with whoever wants to have that argument with me. That was, much like you guys do on Twitter. That was pretty much us.
2: Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was us. Now, you did mention John Gilmore. We have mentioned that, again, the Rangers, uh, they have limitations defensively. Gilmore is the NCAA signing the Rangers made this offseason that people haven't been talking about. So let's talk about him. What what can we expect from John Gilmore?
0: AHL defenseman?
2: You you don't see him seeing minutes this year. Well, he'll probably get minutes as in everyone's dead or hurt because they're all old and decrepit. Uh,
0: As far as the depth chart, it's probably Ryan Graves is ahead of him. Ryan Mm -hmm. Graves probably guy to grab out of the ahl at this point i'm kind of i'm more of a ryan graves supporter than a lot of guys i think he'll i think he'll make the nhl at some point be it as a bottom pair defense all
1: i know about ryan graves is how fast he shoots a slap shot Yeah, which like is, which is very degree. fast by the way
0: uh yeah i think he set the record in the ahl uh last year i think, I think it, was it was like, like one, one of two, of two. One. yeah
1: something like that yeah.
0: it was it was it was cool to see uh he doesn't doesn't shoot the puck so he'd fit perfectly in with the Rangers. I'm going to show him do it twice last year. So
1: let me get this straight. He doesn't shoot the puck, but he shoots as fast as anyone else. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, he's he's a good passer, though. Uh, but back to Gilmore, uh, he was a seventh-round pick by the Calgary Flames. They're loaded with defensive depth, so he was just not even worth giving a contract to them. Uh, he'd probably be second or third on the depth chart, depending on how he plays in the AHL. Uh, he could make the NHL. I don't. I uh, wouldn't expect to see him at all this year, though, uh, mostly because Girardi, Stahl, McDonough, Klein, Holden, McElrath, Shea, all those guys that are ahead of him, and all those guys will play. So if you're, if you're hoping that John Gilmore is like, we stole him, and he's this great puck moving and he's going to join the team, not going to happen. But he'll be fun to watch in the AHL.
2: I won't lie to you, James. I was half hoping all those things just <laughs> because I need something to grab onto in my life.
0: Well, well great. it'll be fine. You have the Mets, uh, my friend. Yeah, yeah let,
2: uh, you have the yeah. Mets. Okay, well, uh, do, do we want to do my Mets spiel with James or do we want to save that for nonsense I time? Think James I think
1: wanted- James has been wanting to talk Mets with you for a long time, I believe.
2: Here's, here's my Mets spiel, right? So first of all, they're losing right now. And as this podcast, you're listening to it, you know the outcome of Monday's game and I could either be a really happy camper or even a sadder camper. Um, so it came out today that the Mets have it lined up perfectly for Syndergaard to start on normal rest in the wildcard game which is fine until you realize that the Giants have Madison Bumgarner set up to start the wild card game on normal depth. And I'm at a point now where I expect the Mets to make the playoffs. I will be devastated when they don't. However, I don't expect them to beat the Giants because I expect Mad Bum to throw a complete game shutout. And then even if they somehow beat the Giants, I don't expect them to beat the Cubs because the Cubs are the best team in baseball. And then if somehow we beat the Cubs, I swear to Christ, if we lose to the Nationals, (laughs) I will do something unspeakable in this world. And if it's Murphy that kills us, I I I don't want to think about the world I live in in that circumstance. I don't I don't want to know. I don't want to imagine it. That's my nightmare. I'd rather just lose to the Giants in the playing game.
1: Second highest OPS I in rather. the league, David uh, Daniel Murphy.
2: Yeah, shut up. He's okay. still. The Nationals wanted Brandon Phillips before Daniel Murphy. I understand. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> he was third. He was their third choice.
2: He oh. was. He. Oh my God! I am. I.
0: Where I am with the Mets is I need them not to make the playoffs. because <laughs> no, no, no. Hang, hang with me, hang with me. It'll be a total Mets thing to just somehow beat San Francisco. And then it'll be a total, oh, the Mets did it, to somehow beat the Cubs. And then they'll play the Nationals. And I'll take my credit card out of the wallet. I'll buy a ticket and we'll get swept.
2: Oh, see, here's the problem. I'm, I'm gonna, if, the Met, if, the, if, if the wild card game's at City Field, uh, I have one sick day left and I'm going. There's no question in my mind. I will get the plane ticket. I have buddies in New York that I can sleep on their couch. Who's that? Uh, one of them, One of them I do a podcast with.: <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah, that's that's my fear. I just my expectations are so weird. I, I totally I want they're going to make the playing game. If they don't, they got the Braves, the Phillies, the Marlins, and the Phillies in that order to finish the season. Meanwhile, the Giants have six games left with the Dodgers, including Kershaw tonight and they oh, ha and the uh, cardinals have 3 games in chicago. So if the Mets don't make the playoffs at this point, uh I'm going to go nuts. But then once they make the playoffs, I expect them to lose at the first opportunity because I expect Jay Bruce to get the start against Madison Bumgarner and go 0 for 4 with Nice Bubb-S3. 0 for
1: 4. Yeah, for sure, almost definitely. Um, yeah, I go no down my mind. I just realized I, as as a great host of this podcast, we didn't really talk about the actual tournament and how it's set up. <laughs>
2: Well, it, I mean, James, you could fill me in a little bit better here, but it, it's kind of like what you said. It's like whose lines it's anyway, where uh, the points don't matter and nothing and is nobody, really
0: real. There's yeah. video and the refs get like 18 calls wrong a game. It's just for teams to look at their prospects and have them play each other in a semi competitive game before they throw them all into training camps. And NHL preseason games, if you're a rookie, are not fun to play. They're really, really not. They're stressful, they're terrible you might go up against a guy who's like a career enforcer who might punch you in the face. You're going to get hit. It's just hard. And no, but
2: that's, be- f- it's fine because Tanner Glass is on the Rangers, so they don't ever have to face that guy. Uh,
0: no, 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 Tanner Glass is going to center the fourth line of the Wolf Pack for some reason, and I'll be okay <laughs> with that because the rest of the team will be great, and I'll finally be able to enjoy an AHL game again. No more Tanner Glass on my team. No more Tanner Glass ever. No more. Uh, he's going to be on the top line. You know it. Just admit it's true. Uh, <sighs> Uh, it'll no, it'll be,
1: it'll be <laughs> Gerby glass. And, uh, who else? <laughs> uh, Ger- oh yeah,
2: yeah. man, that's tough. Yeah, you know, at, Poor uh, guy. At, at this point, Michael Grabner, because we have so many damn forwards. No, uh, Grabner has to be up. I believe. The, I was no. making a joke. Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah.
0: Grabner is European and he misses a bunch of breakaways. The Rangers are contractually obligated to have him on the team. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have Hagelin uh, anymore. We need someone. Um, so there's got to be a
0: guy every year. This one's from Denmark, so we're getting a little more obscure. That's kind of cool.
2: Wait, isn't uh, Jansen also from Denmark? Yeah, he
0: is, but he's never making the team, so.
2: <laughs> Poor guy. He had such yeah. a good European tournament this year. He was <laughs> great. European
0: tournament. He was great in the Wolfpack. And he, you know he would sit there, and it was like his phone got the notification, Jimmy VC signed with the Rangers. He's like, well, shit, I'm getting traded." <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think that was the signing where he thought he was getting traded? Not like the other six the Rangers made, like Peary
0: or... No, that was before Peary, though. He was probably like, okay, I can uh, beat out Gerby. Okay, Jimmy Vc, fuck. And then it was Brady Peary, and he's like, all right, I'm really, really... He's like looking at European clubs. He's like, well, maybe I'll go to Sweden. He was all right.
2: He played, he, last, he he played last year with Diaz. Maybe Diaz hooked him up sweet in Switzerland.
0: Yeah, you don't want to go to the Swiss League, though, because all the contracts are the same. If you want to make the money, you got to go to, like, the KHL or Sweden.
2: Mm, I see. Yeah. Now, Ryan, you know, you know that Switzerland and Sweden, those are two different countries we're talking. Is about.
0: this true?
1: Now I have heard about this in school a long time ago. <laughs>
2: uh, James, just to wrap us up and not talk about the Mets anymore. Cause fuck those guys. Um, what major takeaways we need from this tournament, basically any major takeaways or, uh, should we just be tempering expectations?
0: You should be tempering expectations, but I'm going to say this. Nevins, uh, Stromwall, Koufax, VC, Buchnevich, Gropp, even Ronning has played pretty well. Uh, that's a better crop of potential forwards than they've had in like two or three years.
2: And uh, of course, the one problem being that the Rangers just have 85 forwards on NHL-level deals blocking them right now.
0: Is it a problem, though? Because it seems like it's great to me because a couple of years ago, there, were, there was nobody. Ain't no one you know me no one i'll take all the depth i can get because i watch more prospect games and i watch nhl games at this point so it's just fun for me anyway but this is how you build a team and it's nice to have some of these guys because injuries are going to happen they're going to trade guys and it gives them more room and space and and looking at this and they're probably going well we're going to get a good look at these guys in training camp which will be fun i'm excited to see who gets the invites to training camp and who does what with what but if
2: if you had to choose who would get the invites
0: uh, Koufax, for sure. Uh,
1: <laughs> is Nandy, that because you're sure. in love with him? For sure, be honest.
0: I really, I really am in love with Koufax, I really am. He's like probably my favorite prospect that's not Shea or Bucinevich. Uh, just because just he's fun. He's fun to watch, fun to watch play. Uh, and it'd be cool to see him in preseason. I'm sure they'll all get invites, really. Uh, especially with the World Cup. Unless Team USA gets eliminated super early. and then you know, the
2: I mean, Breaking news, Team USA is going to get eliminated super early.
0: Yeah, they're going to lose to Canada tomorrow, so uh, let's – fingers crossed that the 2018 Olympics happens because all of our good players are on Team North America.
2: Well, fingers crossed also that Sweden gets eliminated early because I need Henrik Lundqvist just in a hyperbolic chamber just chilling yeah. for the next six weeks.
0: Yeah, he's not even playing, so.
2: Thank God. It's the Thank best. God.
0: It's the best. And um,
1: I talked about that earlier in this podcast that I didn't do yet, but I I, I did, I swear. You
0: didn't know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Right. I, I would. I wish they would just chain him to, like, the Radiator and MSG when he tries to play injured. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You just stay here. No more of this.
2: <laughs> um. So, top players in Traverse City, we got a little off track. Koufax, because you love him. Yeah. Uh, Boo, probably, oh. has to be.
0: Yeah, VC. Butchinovich has played well, even though he hasn't shown up on the score sheet. Again, his hockey IQ is probably the highest on the team. Uh, I haven't been impressed with the goalies. But the defense is so bad that the goalie is being hung out to dry, Halverson.
2: In other words, they're training Halverson for exactly what it's going to be like in the NHL.
0: Yeah. On the upside, Igor Shaspiukin has been uh, kicking the shit out of some of those KHL teams, so that's cool. Igor. I can never
1: Igor. say his last name, ever. Igor. Sh- 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 <laughs> yeah. I can't I'm, really say it. I'm not going to try. Uh,
0: but, you know, uh, the forwards look good. Uh, the uh, You know... VC's played really good and that's encouraging because he's gonna get yeah. thrown into that line immediately.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the biggest like takeaways quality. the biggest takeaways from this tournament are V C and Book have not looked overmatched. In fact, they look to be overwhelming their opponents, which is exactly what you needed to see in this tournament.
0: Yeah, and again, these are like ECHL quality games, essentially.
2: Right. So we'd be more concerned if these guys weren't dominating and it's very encouraging that they are clearly head and shoulders above
0: yeah that also being said there are players whose names i don't remember who years ago people were on hockey boards talking about how great tournaments they had and nobody ever heard from them again just to temper your expectations
2: that's Thank our, you. James, that, we, we brought you on life. to be a red Yeah, we brought yeah. you on to be a wet blanket. I think you're doing a great job of that.
0: Yeah. I'm an internal optimist. It comes from years of being a Mets Knicks Rangers fan. I'm just super excited about everything all the time. Hey,
2: hey, the Knicks, the Knicks re-signed Lou Amundsen today, so things are looking up. Yeah, I'm just so moist with James
1: around. James, thanks for coming on. Uh always appreciate your prospect knowledge, and I'm sure we'll have you on soon again.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd love to come back on and just dump a Big, giant cup of water on everybody's excitement all the time. You're the best uh, James, do you want to do any plugs uh, before you go? Uh, no. No. I have nothing to plug. i right. the least interesting person who's
1: ever
2: been on this podcast.
1: Totally disagree. And that's why you've been on four times. That being said, yep. I believe it is
2: the James Ryan, Twitter. Ryan's, is... on, Ryan's on this podcast every week. That's so. true. I'm here all the time. <laughs>
0: I'm um, only on so much because I'm the only guy you guys know who actually watches any of these
1: weird games. James, no matter what happens to us, even if we, even if we no longer exist a year from now, I will still call you to talk prospects. Oh, um, no, I do. Everybody, go buy a blue shirts
0: breakaway t-shirt.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. now at blueshirtsbreakaway.com. Woo!
2: We we didn't even make him say that. He did that all well, on his was, own.
1: That was that was all him. Um, I'm gonna plug James yeah. though. Uh Follow James at Twitter at hello it's James Clark. Right.
2: Yeah, hello, it's James
0: C. And I'm on Instagram as well, but I don't take photos, so there's no point in following me. Right? I just
1: take pictures of food, so there's that. They're good photos. You
0: follow Ryan and Greg.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, Un- I'm, I'm all about the food pics. That's
2: all I do. And I'm all about taking pictures at baseball games I go to by myself because I'm not talking to anyone.
0: <laughs> you should check collection to see how many drunk photos you can get with current MLB players. I would fund some of that. It's like, and here I am with this obscure player from the Phillies. Although it wouldn't be the Phillies because you'll never cross the threshold of the hellish city <laughs>
2: James, it sounds like you've uh, been on my Instagram because you've definitely seen the drunk photo I took with Eric Davis, former Cincinnati Reds. Great. So. It's an excellent, uh, I, an
0: excellent photo. If I, if I had that photo, it would be framed on my desk.
2: <laughs> you know, you could print it out. It, it's totally possible. <laughs> it's
0: photo, though, so it's like, I don't want a photo on my desk, and somebody's like, Who's that guy with a, yeah. Is that from the Cincinnati Reds? It's like, Yeah, but it's not me. It's another short New York white guy.
1: I know uh, you know what? I'm
2: happy. I'm happy. Those were the adjectives you used to describe me. That's very. I nice would
1: never me. say those things about Greg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> New York, although you're from Connecticut, so I mean, it's basically New York. It's the same
2: thing. You know what? I feel the same way, James. Could not agree more. It's basically New York. It's, it's not Georgia. That's great.
0: Can we clear this up right now? Since we're
1: talking, we're getting nonsense with James. New Jersey, not New York. Connecticut, mostly New York.
2: Uh, Connecticut, mostly New York. Right, but at the same time, like. So I, when people ask, Greg, where would you grow up? I would say the tri-state area. You ask people in Jersey where they grew up, they say, yeah, just outside New York City.
0: Depends on what part imp- of Jersey. This. Depends on what imp- part of Jersey. bothers you me. Know, sometimes you get people who are like, no, I'm from New Jersey.
2: New Jersey. New-,
0: New Jersey. i from and the I'm Garden
2: like, State. I get it. You're not from New York. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, James dropping the hot takes. <laughs> I love it so much.
0: Uh, I really don't like New Jersey.
1: <laughs> Shoutouts to the devils. Anyway, um, fuck off, I guess. And James, thanks for coming on. We're going to move on to some absolute nonsense right about now.
0: All right. Thank you for having me on again. Love, Bye.
1: Love your body. And we're back for the third period of this podcast. We're, we're down 2 nothing, and we're not going to win, but we're going to try.
2: So we're basically Team USA.
1: That's it. <laughs> good, good reference. A uh, little bit, I wanted to touch a little bit on the NFL with you before we headed out for the day.
2: Sure. What do you want to know?
1: I don't want to know anything, but uh, did you like Tampa Bay going into this week?
2: No, I did not.
1: Okay. Because there was a lot of buzz around the around the league, and I think uh, they got their
2: straight. Uh, I I I think your Bill Simmons fanboy is showing.
1: I'm not. Heart. It's not just them. I listened to a little bit of other uh, podcasts. A little, I got into. Uh, Pardon my take. They were pretty bullish on them also.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I was hard on the Cardinals.
1: Uh, well, good for you. Did you did you end up betting that game and winning?
2: I did. I did not place money on that game. The only games I placed money on yesterday were uh, the Ravens. Very good. Took outright winner. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Seahawks fuck those guys and the Packers double fuck you
1: had to see the Seahawks losing coming
2: uh no I did not because again I put money on them to win
1: that's true I guess you're well that's true
2: (laughs) (laughs) that that would be a very bold strategy if I saw that loss coming and then was like you know what I should do knowing they're gonna lose this game burn this money money. here's money just take it I don't want it anymore
1: Uh, yeah that's fair um all right well the NFL was very strange this week I will say I thought the Jaguars were gonna put up a fight I got blown out. Uh,
2: yeah, so did I. I. That was another game I had the Jaguars winning.
1: But, not great. But I will say, rest in peace, Danny Woodhead. It's
2: been a, uh, it's been a
1: great year, my friend. You've messed in one game. You've had a great career. I'm not sure you'll ever make it back from a torn ACL. Um, but it's been...
2: What? He, I'm sorry. Is that like a life-threatening injury all of a sudden?
1: No, it's Danny Dennis, you know, getting up, up there in age. Just feel like... Uh, I think this is his last year of contract, too, for him. So uh, he'll probably Ooh. get invited to, invited to camp. But you know how people fall off. They, like... Jamal Charles isn't back from his, his ACL still.
2: Who? Jamal Who? Charles. Who? You mean Spencer Ware's backup?
1: Oh, yeah, Spencer Ware's backup.
2: Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha,
1: gotcha. By the way, Spencer Ware didn't have an amazing week either.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, I picked the Texans in that game, so that's great.
1: Oh, and then you did that. They were good.
2: I, you know, I'm saying all these games that I got right, uh, with the exception of the Jaguars, I, had, I did not have a great week. I'm 7-8 and eight so far. Not, not good, Bob. Not me. great, not great. Uh,
1: is there any big takeaway you had from this week in the NFL?
2: Um hmm big takeaway. My big
1: takeaway is uh I think the Patriots are going to start a rookie QB and somehow still coming away 3-0.
2: Yeah, I bet uh, that well I wouldn't have said that it's a very short week for them but they are at home and home team Bills notwithstanding usually have a significant advantage. Um you know my big takeaway right now, you know I think the Texans are good, dude. I think the Texans are really good. Do you think JJ Watt is on steroids? Uh, no, n- I don't. I think he, I think his body produces a natural level of hormone that is just higher than anyone. That
1: is, else. That is unrealistic for most humans.
2: Uh, yes, I think JJ Watt is superhuman. Are you trying to say he's what I'm full
1: full of the testes, my friend?
2: I uh, I think his balls are big. Yes, I would say. Huh. I think he's got big balls. Okay, they're good. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that that one's a big takeaway because you know I while I'm not high on the Chiefs, uh, they're not bad, and the Texans. I mean, I guess some of it we'll see tonight, like how the Bears do. Will that'll help determine if the Texans have just gotten kind of lucky with their first two games? Um, second takeaway: the Colts are garbage. Yeah, what's the up Colts are that? the Colts are garbage. They are not good. They can't stop anyone, and. uh, it turns out,
1: if and you have an okay quarterback, well, we could call Luck an above-average quarterback, right?
2: I think Luck's one of the—I'd probably put him top seven. I think he's overrated at this point. I don't. I think he's got no O-line, and that, that team does not have a defense.
1: My my next point was that I think you really can't build a team just around that quarterback, because they've drafted awful. They've had no defensive players show up. The offensive line is butter, and everyone goes right through them.
2: Right, and they're spending like keep— Bringing in receivers with high draft picks when you just you don't need receivers with high draft picks when you got Andrew Luck.
1: Watching like, Von Miller destroy their right tackle
2: and and, ta-
1: and tackle Andrew Luck tonight is blindside. By the way, Luck saw him coming. No,
2: right, right in his face. Right yeah, you couldn't do anything about it. Not a damn thing. Um, yeah, Colts. Colts are bad, dude. The Colts are bad. Hmm. Uh, I think I think the Texans are going to cruise in that division.
1: It seems that way at it, this point in time. I, I wonder if Osweiler ends up being any
2: any good at all. I mean, he's been pretty good. Uh, I think Osweiler. I mean, he feels look, like a, Joe Flacco. Feels Joe like advanced, Flacco won a Super Bowl.
1: That's true. Oh man, I hate that.
2: You man. put you 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 put a competent quarterback on a team with an excellent defense and two stud receivers like the Texans have, and I think you can do big things. Now, I'm not saying they're the best team in football, but would I be totally surprised if the Texans were in the AFC Championship game? No, I would not. I think that's a realistic outcome based off of two weeks. Because that's an ample enough size.
1: That's realistic. Um, I will say that I was very disappointed in my boy, Antonio Brown. Uh, He only had like two catches. The Steelers destroyed that game. He ended up with only 46 yards. What's up, Antonio Brown? I need like four touchdowns from you.
2: Uh, Yeah, well, if we're talking about that shit, let me talk about my team that I built around Devontae Freeman and Todd Gurley who haven't done dick this entire season. Yeah. They once again combined for less than 20 points.
1: Oh, it's okay. I drafted Arian Foster.
2: Not great, Bob. But yeah, so. yeah I'm gonna I'm, my my fantasy team is gonna be zero two despite a fucking fifty point week from Stefan Diggs.
1: Yeah, I, I, I also lost with Stefan Diggs. Anyway, let's stop talking about our fantasy teams. No one, no one fucking cares. Uh, is there, Nobody if, fucking. Cares. No one fucking cares at all. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about in this nonsense section, third period of a of a podcast we have, or should we just go straight to plugs?
2: Um. You know, I there are a couple movies coming out I really want to see. I'm all in on Magnificent Seven. I really do want are to see you? that movie. Uh, yeah, I'm going I to. I think it could be fun. Right is it? Is, um, is oh, I haven't of? even looked at Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh, you want to guess the score? I have it right here.
2: Uh, based on your reaction, because I can see it, I'm going 64.
1: You're so close. That was great. 62, my friend.
2: Wow! I swear to God, I did not know that. I Rotten know Rotten you was just looked at my that. face. You just looked at my face. Uh, Sully, hit me with Sully. What does that got as a Rotten Tomato score? You want to take a guess? 83 82 <laughs> Great job. Um, um what else is out great. that I want to see? Great job. Uh, this, is a, this is
1: this our new segment. Greg guesses rotten tomatoes.
2: <laughs> uh let me guess Bridget Jones's pregnancy. Oh my god.
1: Do you want to guess Beauty and the Beast so far?
2: Beauty and the Beast, that's a movie.
1: Yeah. Like I mean I know it was I, a movie I think it's back. then. remake the with Emma Watson?
2: What? I've never seen this movie plugged at all.
1: Oh no, this is something By... else. I don't know. I, th- I don't think this is Emma Watson. But Beauty and the Beast, okay. what the hell? Uh,
2: mm, 17.
1: A zero. Oh, a fat well, there you zero. go. <laughs> um,
2: the Bridget Jones movie, I'm guessing 30, 34.
1: How is this true? Bridget Jones has a 76. Bridget Jones' baby.
2: That, that can't be. That, that can't be. What?
1: Who reviewed this that movie? That be. I'm going to find
2: someone. Uh, um, our, our mothers? I'm
1: going to find one of these critics that gave this bomb.: Now, you have,
2: you have one of those, right? You, you're good on that I'm end. good
1: on moms, bad on dads.
2: Got it. Okay. Uh, I'm so gonna, uh, there's
1: a there is a person named Julia Cooper who said, "I'd like to raise a big glass of Chardonnay and toast Bridget Jones's baby on its mostly hilarious and long anticipated homecoming."
2: I will be tweeting. Long anticipated? Long uh, anticipated?
1: Yeah, who was like who was anticipating that? Who was like shit? I need a fucking sequel to Bridget Man, Jones's Diary.
2: It's not. A, it's it's a it's a trilogy. <laughs> there have already been two. Have there? Is that the yes? Yeah, there, Shit, there were two man. Bridget Jones's Diaries back in the day. Like, I think the whole thing is Renee Zellweger was really thin in one, and then really fat in another one. Is that true? Fuck. Um, I think so. Yeah, I again, our, our curse has no up a lot. Uh, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna hit up Julia uh, Julia Cooper on Twitter and say, what do you think of Julia Cooper?
2: Don't do it from our Twitter account. Okay. I already have a I already have a bad enough track record of accidentally tweeting at people from our account. I'm
1: gonna do it from our account. Anyway. Uh speak, okay. Well that's of, one way to get
2: the listeners.
1: Yeah, speaking we're of at
2: 98. We're at ninety eight. We're at ninety eight as of this recording. Oh we
1: just lost. Just give one? me two. I thought we were yeah, I,
2: one one of our one of our titty bots got uh, uh, the boot.
1: We with so many titty bots just falling off the Twitter at this point in time.
2: We don't have that many titty bots remaining though. It has me worried that we actually might have like 98 you, people that like listen to our followers? podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me see. How many, how many are left? Uh, you start plugging. I'll start counting Titty. Okay, bites. I'll
1: start plugging. Uh, guys, our t shirts are on sale now at blueshirtsbreakaway.com. You click the t shirts button and you can check out there. Uh, they're up sale for $15 and I will ship them directly to your house. I think we can ship to the United States and Canada. Uh, Europe, for, Europe people that I know want shirts, please contact me on, uh, on our Gmail at blueshirtsbreakaway at gmail dot com, and we'll we'll work something out if you really want a shirt. We'll figure we'll figure out a deal. I don't know how we're Absolutely. going to do it. Uh, Absolutely. We'll make it work. You can follow us on Instagram, which I'm going to actually start using eventually at blueshirtsbreakaway. Our our Twitter is blueshirtsbreak, and uh, you can always find us on, on Reddit. I'm Flatted Lotus, and Greg is Save the Tatis.
2: I am, uh, and I got bad news for you, Ryan. We are down to one lone titty bot. Oh, I'm going to miss her when she's gone.
1: I'm gonna miss her when she's gone.
2: At hshj0224. She her. somehow has 29 followers. Wow! What a babe! Uh, it is wow. She ah, there's a lot of
1: ooh. Don't no, don't do it.
2: No, uh, no. I was gonna say most of her tweets are. I want to see Korean. Most of her tweets are in Korean.
1: Okay, good.
2: I'm gonna trans. I'm translating it.
1: Oh, I have one more part of the plug. I'm gonna put probably another product on the on the website. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a secret envelope for Brian where I'll write like a letter. I'll, maybe I'll put some stickers in there. And I'll also put that as a product on the website. I'm going to have a better idea of what this is going to be next week.
2: She, uh, one of our Tittybots tweets, I'm just going to read it. The translation from Bing from Korean is the following. <laughs> uh, the tension is never seen than usual satin tears. But did mom and dad try to pretend to be the front line rather than the bright dust without a trace as the wind? Like that goes away, I wish you know that. What a pity! I'm not sure what we'll do now.
1: <laughs> I'm crying.
2: I have I, I I don't I don't know. All right,
1: uh, next week on the podcast we're going to talk a little bit about previewing Rangers Islanders. That's right, you heard me on Tuesday, and then also uh, we'll talk about something else. I don't know. Fuck it. All right, well, Greg, I'll talk to you later, we'll, my we'll, friend.
2: We'll, we'll we'll read more tweets from Tittybots, and we we'll that'll a, be that'll we'll, be our end segment from now. And we'll on. guess
1: what? Rotten Tomatoes scores. I'm out of here, Greg. I'll talk to you later.